Well, I, uh, I almost feel guilty to an extent that I only have a few minutes to spend with um, Ruben Abrahimov, who is the author of From Your Lips to God's Ears, the Book of Psalms. If you take a look at this work, which I have in front of me, it'll be released to the public February the 1st, just a couple of weeks from now. It is one of the most, you know, you say to yourself, do we need another book about the Hillim? And the answer in this case is a resounding yes. It is an unbelievable analysis of every chapter of Tehillim and an overview of the book of Tehillim that I have never, ever seen before. Ruben Ebrahimov, welcome to JM in the AM. Boker Tov, Nachum. Boker Tov to you. Um, give, us a, give us a minute here on, uh, on all your incredible... Um, uh, abilities when it comes to Haftoras. You are known as Haftorah man. Why? My rabbi challenged me to find a mitzvah to revive. And I stumbled across many people didn't know much about the Haftorah. Actually, I call it the battle of the spirits. The bottle of spirits when people run out for Kiddush Club. Or... <laughs> yeah. That's to or to nurture your soul, your neshama, by the neviim, by the prophets that are inspirational role models to us. And if you pay attention, you will get an example of how to feel when you're faced with situations in life that you always reach to God to help you, like David and all the other neviim did. Interesting. just briefly, every Shabbat, I introduce the Haftarah, I give the connection to the Parsha, who the Navi was, the Prophet was, where did this happen, when did it happen, a lesson to be learned, and the summary of the story. And I've spoken in over 100 synagogues, and I'm on the Internet, I have a website, and every week the email goes out to thousands of people at the website haftoraman.com. Haftoraman.com, um, spell Haftorah the way you do so people can find it. H-A-F is in Frank, T-O-R-A-H-M-A-N.com. Oh, ex- All right, exactly the way I would have spelled it. So uh, okay. the, the, the most common way to spell it, everybody, you could access that and sign up for the email. Must be fascinating, and that's just one aspect of the Jewish education that you're giving to uh, thousands around the world. This is a brand new book, one that will be made available to the public, as I said, a couple of weeks from now, From Your Lips to God's Ears. It's the yes. book of Psalms, the book of Tehillim. Ruben Abrahimov is with us via telephone. And and like I said, you know, there, there have been many works about Tehillim. There have been many works about the book of Psalms. But this one, I, I can't even imagine how long it took for you to do this. This is an unbelievable overview, followed by a an in-depth analysis of every single chapter of Tehillim. Yes. Um, Well, the first thing is the information is made accessible to anyone who wants to spend a couple of minutes before they read each chapter. And what I found out is the more clearly you understand what you're saying, and if you're praying to the Ribbono Shalom, if you're praying to God, why wouldn't you want to know every aspect of every word you're saying. (laughs) And that's what I laid out over here. This is not for people who are 
machine gunning through Tehillim without comprehension. <laughs> this is for someone who's reached bottom in life, and they're saying, I want to feel heard. But why would they want to mumble words to God? Why wouldn't they want to speak clearly? So there are ten things that you need to know about every chapter. And I must say, the book is laid out beautifully with graphic art, which you cannot comprehend over a radio show. Right. But I will explain the ten things briefly, just to give you an idea. Yeah, do you, mi- one. Do, do you mind if I read them through? Because I just I, I usually do this quicker than my guests. <laughs> and, okay, go ahead. Fire I mean, away. The first, <laughs> the, the first I assume is the author of that specific chapter, correct? Right. Then there you were ten th- different authors, not just then, David King th- David. Then you want to know when it, when this happened, meaning when it was written and why it was written. Then you want to know the genre, the type of of passage or the type of psalm that it is. Then you right. then you write a chapter summary for everybody to review exactly what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the introductory word, which uh, you know, those of us who've had the privilege of having a little bit of Jewish education know that the introductory word of each chapter of Tehillim of Psalms is extremely important. It's it's not just uh, a haphazard selection of a word. It's it's purposely done a certain way, right? Right. As I just may interject, two words: sheer and mizmor. Right. Sheer is when they were singing the Levim, and mizmor music is when they were playing music. So it begins to give you a flavor of what these healing were in the time of the Beit HaMikdash, in the time of the Temple. Then you ask, to you. Then you'd let people know when to say this specific chapter of Tehillim, what circumstance they should say it in, where in the Siddur it can be found, meaning do we use this chapter of Tehillim, chapter of Psalms for a part of our prayer or not, and biblical mm-hmm. places uh, that are quoted in the, in the chapter. I'm looking at one specific one, so I'm using that uh-huh. one. Contempor- uh-huh. Contemporary songs, you actually go ahead and let people know if there are contemporary songs, which of course add to the whole experience of Tehillim, that people can learn and then sing to those specific uh, psukim. And you also have here in this chapter a, an indication of Talmud uh, that is, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, passages in the Talmud that refer to these specific passages of Tehillim. So that's just one example of the list of items that you make sure to uh, convey to the audience as they read through each chapter. Yes. I also made sure that none of the obscure phrases in whatever other explanations that you have on Tehillim were left unexplained. I researched in over 60 books the major opinions from the major Mifarshim, and I came up with the most popular explanation. So instead of having information transliterated, I went out on a limb, and what I did is I said, in Rashi's opinion, a gitit could be a musical instrument, and in another one's opinion, it could be from the city of Gat. <laughs> so instead of just being left with the word G-A-T or G-I-T-I-T, what happens is, is at least you say, okay, it's one of these two things. You have some idea what it is. That's what the book brings to the reader. Right. His understanding and comprehension. Um, Ruben, Ruben Ibrahimov is with us live via telephone. The book is called From Your Lips to God's Ears, and this is made available two weeks from now. How do people pre-order? How do they find that information about this? Okay. So if you go on Facebook, I have a Facebook page. I also have a website, exactly the name of the book, From Your Lips to 
GodsEars.com. So if you Google my name, Ruben Ibrahimov, and I'll spell it, you can find me as well. So the last name is spelled E-B-R-A-H-I-M-O-F-F, as in Frank Frank, Ibrahimov. And you can place your orders today, and we'll be shipping the book the first week of February. Ruben Ibrahimov. I knew I'd pronounce it at least uh, pr- properly, at least yeah, once no, during this conversation. Yeah, no, you're like a family member. Um, is, there, is there a publisher of this work? Are you working with any specific publisher? Actually, I am self-publishing, and there's a little bit of a story behind it, but I had enough reputation in the community and the support of the Rabbanim that know me, as well as... Um, Proper people involved with the book. I will. So, I, I wish there was publishing. I, usually, I have the ability to do it, but in this case, I just don't think I'm doing it justice. I wish there was a way for me to convey to everybody how incredible uh, this book is, and the detail that you go into, and the the illustrations that are included. Uh, it's really remarkable, and the fact that you're able to um, uh, convey this in depth coverage of each chapter of Tehillim of Psalms. Uh, to everybody through this work. It really is amazing. As I said, you know, there are many books on Tehillim. You'd think, why another one? But this one certainly has its place. Can I ask you a question? When, when, you, when you, um, you, you talk about when to say specific chapters of Tehillim, you know, when they're appropriate, etc., and I, and I have some examples here in front of me, um, you know that because we are in an era of, or it's, it's such a, I, I don't even like putting it that way, but because of of the um, specific situation that we see in this world at this time, there are many congregations that have a custom to say two chapters of Tehillim, of Psalms, at the end of Tefillah. You're familiar with that, right? Yes, of course. One is Kufchaf Aleph, and the other would be Kuflamid, I believe, right? Am I correct about that? Uh, Yes. Now, with, with your experience, having written this book, and and making sure to point out when, in fact, people should be reciting each chapter of Tehillim. Do you feel that, in fact, in times of distress, these are the two best chapters of the 150 for congregations to be saying on a daily basis? Nachum, I don't make those decisions about which one to say, but if you read the Shimush Tehillim, and I'll just read quickly. It says, to go out alone at night, say this. Why? Because by day the sun will not smite you, nor the moon at night. So there's a pasuk in every chapter. There's a sentence in every chapter that will show you why you say that chapter for that reason. Yomam Hashem Balila. Yes, so you will be protected, whether it be in day or night. So when you're saying that, my eyes go up to the mountains, that was for the Jewish people that they were looking up in Jerusalem when they went to the mikvah, before they went to the Beit HaMikdash to worship there, they looked up at Har Habayit. They would look at the mount where the temple was built, realizing that that was the contact point between God and the Jewish people. So when you say, you know, look up to the heavens, these people knew exactly what they were writing down when they wrote this chapter. Amazing. On Kuflamid, the, the, the pasuk, the verse 
that you use to describe why it's appropriate to uh, utilize this chapter in times of distress is verse number five, Pasuk Hey, that says, Kiviti Hashem Kivtanafshi Vilidvaro Hochalti. I hope for Hashem, my soul hopes, and for his word I wait. And that would be symbolic of the entire chapter, correct? Yes. So now you go from just possibly saying words to understanding why you're saying these words. And Nachum, these are not my words. Shimush Tehilim comes from the Gaon, Chai Gaon, and that we, for the first time, translated into English not just a few of the chapters, what to say, but all 150 of them. And this adds purposefulness and meaning to one's prayer. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Look, the the work is incredible. I, like I said, I wish I could actually show this over the air uh, to everybody. I, I can't imagine um, people going forward trying to understand Tehillim and everything that all the benefits of learning about and saying Tehillim without having this book. It's called From Your Lips to God's Ears. Ruben Ibrahim, uh, Ibrahimov is the author. Uh, you could go to the web, fromyourlipstogodsears.com, and pre-order the book. It's self-published at this point and highly, highly recommended by us here at JM in the AM. It's just an amazing work, and I'm so glad you shared it with us in advance. It is my pleasure, and thank you for being so gracious a host to allow me to share with other people the possibility for deeper and greater meaning to their prayers. I have a Tehillim question I want to ask you off the air, if you don't mind. So hang on there, Ruben. And again, good luck with the work. It really is remarkable. Ruben Ibrahimov, from your lips to God's ears, the Book of Psalms, Safer Tehillim. You're listening to JM in the AM on a Monday morning broadcast. <laughs> 